All right, welcome back for episode three, chapter three, what is consciousness? Consciousness is a concept that philosophers and psychologists alike have tried to define for many years. Connecting back to chapter one, remember the structuralists like Wilhelm Wundt and Tickner. Think back to the fact that they really believed the conscious experience could be broken down into parts. And they tried to do that using techniques like introspection. You might think back to your image of a frog here. Today, psychologists study consciousness or moment-to-moment awareness using a wide range of tools, including brain imaging and cognitive science. So there's really been a revolution here in the science that allows us to tap into the conscious experience. Connecting back to chapter two, many areas of your brain work together to create your conscious experience. So let's get a quick definition. What is consciousness? Well, according to your textbooks, really the way that psychologists define consciousness is two part. It is awareness for external stimuli. So everything you can see, hear, taste, touch, smell right now. And your awareness for internal stimuli. So we mean your awareness for your own thoughts and feelings. Technically, your conscious experience is considered to be subjective or relatively unique to you. If you think about that image of a frog, whatever first comes to mind, your conscious experience of that that word is dependent upon your own experience and your unique perspectives. So... What is your conscious experience in this moment right now? Whatever it is, um, I'm going to get us all together here real quickly. I would like for you to bring to mind your favorite song. What is going through your head right now and capture it. Now ask yourself, which regions of your brain would allow your conscious experience if you were listening to that song? After you listen to this podcast, you might want to go ahead and listen to your favorite song because it's going to be stuck in your head. So according to the global workspace model, um, this is a theory that's based on brain imaging research. There are five major regions of the brain, your cortex, that outermost layer that really help you um, produce your conscious experience. So when you're singing your favorite song and you're tapping along to the beat, here's what's going on. Your temporal lobe, really important for hearing, is processing that that incoming sound and language. Occipital lobe um, is processing whatever you're seeing. Perhaps maybe you can even see the lyrics in your head. Maybe you're watching a music video. The parietal lobe is responsible for your experience of space and whatever you can touch at the moment. Your primary motor cortex might be involved as you tap your foot to the beat of your favorite song. And your prefrontal cortex will really help you to process even something like the emotionality of the song. So many different regions of the brain are working together to create your conscious experience of even something as simple as your favorite song. Okay. Um, This is a point to really introduce a major theme of our entire course, which is that we operate with a dual or two track mind. The first track we say is your conscious mind. This requires attention and controlled effortful thought. We call this the slow thinking track. The second track we call really your unconscious mind involves less attention. It's more automatic, um, less effortful thought. So this is your fast thinking relatively unconscious mind. So 
We got your fast and slow thinking tracks, conscious and unconscious. One requires attention. One really requires far less attention. So both are operating at the same time. While the fast thinking track is adaptive, it is also error prone. So think about, for example, the fact that maybe you've had this experience where you're driving somewhere and you can't even exactly remember like the last three minutes on the road or of how you got where you are. This is because many well-learned tasks we can do using that automatic mind. But unfortunately, that means we're not paying attention to a lot of what's going on. We can make mistakes or we can, for example, power through a drive or power through reading and not even remember where we drove or what we read. So recognize attention is a limited resource. So That conscious mind, whatever you're focusing your attention on, it's like a spotlight and it's limited. Everything else is relegated to your relatively unconscious mind. So think of a time when you focus your attention so completely on something that you missed something else. What was actually happening in your brain? Uh, I challenge each of you this week to play around with this idea of inattentional blindness, Um, watch some of the videos, and share with your family if you have an extra minute. So in addition to exploring this dual parts of the mind, conscious and unconscious, we will also investigate sleep. Sleep is so important. We live in a time where, well... People put sleep on hold for a lot of other things, which is understandable, but it's important to understand that sleep and quality sleep will actually improve your life. So sleep is considered by psychologists to be a progressive and reversible loss of consciousness. It's adaptive. We can measure and describe in stages using brain imaging technologies like EEG, the electroencephalogram. Um, exactly what is happening. As we move into deeper stages of sleep, we progressively lose awareness for external stimuli, things like sounds in our environment, and internal stimuli, our own thoughts and feelings. Enjoy exploring sleep and the adaptive values of sleep this week. Uh, Lastly, you'll also explore concussions and loss of consciousness. Um, Check out the TED-Ed video below to learn more about how concussions can change your short-term and long-term conscious experience, even your mental health. This is a really relevant topic, especially for, um, especially for sports today. So as you progress throughout this chapter, you'll also get into some alterations in consciousness, thinking about how hypnosis, meditation, and even practices like flow can alter your conscious experience. You'll also think about how drugs alter the conscious experience, what people seek after and why, and look into the science behind addiction. Enjoy reviewing learning videos and sharing thoughtful ideas in the forum this week. (music) 